broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Hey everybody and welcome to the Wrestling Rewind, the first show of 2021. I thank you very much for joining myself and Mr. Dave Stevens. Dave, how have you been? I am fantastic. It's a great day for wrestling, everyone. <laughs> welcome back to my show. It's about people that don't actually hate wrestling. No, we do not. No, we do we not. Um, so some, we have a, not, we have not all though. Some of it. But not, you know, what it, it's why we don't talk about WWE because it's funny if anyone listened to the Nerd to Know basis this week, uh, Brandon and myself kind of talk about that. You know, he doesn't, this first time we talked about wrestling, I think in a year, two years. So he's just like, oh, you know, here's all the problems with it. And it's like, this is why we don't talk about wrestling, the uh, current wrestling, as that much on the rewind because it's very upsetting uh, for those but- uh for those keeping track it took about one minute for dara to plug one of his other shows into this one so new record make sure you like subscribe and all that fun stuff if you're watching on youtube so you get notified when we go live on friday well etc well, etc thanks for the support well i was uh segueing into uh another show we're going to do because we're not only go- we're only doing one show this week dave we're actually going to do oh, two no. thanks you to say? Yes, too. Thanks to James Chupenny. We're on Sunday night. Um, we're going to be doing the best of 2020, our best and worst. So basically, it's just going to be me and Dave pushing Emma and AJ Styles for the entire I thing. I don't know why you think that's all I'll be talking about. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. why. I it's just, it's just a hunch. You know what made yeah, me happy so this gonna... week? I was wearing my uh, my AJ Styles face mask, which I got for the for reasons and i love it. it happens about once a month for somebody to be like ah nice mask i'm like yes found an aj fan <laughs> but yeah we will be joined by some guests um so yeah keep an eye on the social media actually we'll do a channel announcement on the the rewind channel when it goes live so you guys can catch in and you know, have some fun in that sense because uh we you know we wanted to be a bit interactive so if you're if you're if you're around drop in and uh, yeah, we'd love to have you there. But tonight we have a pay-per-view to cover. It is a pay-per-view that we haven't got to, but we've meant to get to for quite some time. And it is WWE's Armageddon from 1999. Um, Dave, yeah. So this was from Florida. I remember this exceedingly well. Um, like crazy, crazy, crazy well. Um, and it was this week, well, about what, 20, 20 something years ago, 21 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're going to break this down and kind of talk about it uh, match by match. But before we do, do you have any open thoughts on this stuff? I mean, it's the most Florida show you could possibly imagine. So I think they hit the nail on the head with location there. I mean, it's going to, well, you know, something wacky's going to bizarre outlandish and completely acceptable 
it's going to happen in Florida. So it makes sense that this is where this pay-per-view was filmed. Oh, man, absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, man, like, I don't know. I, I liked the show as a kid. Uh, again, watching Attitude Era stuff as a child, probably not a good thing to do. But it was the biggest thing in the world, right? It's like, my parents weren't watching this. They didn't. I didn't know what was going You're on. You're glad they weren't because you would not have made it far on this pay-per-view. Oh, my gosh. This is, the most, this no. is definitely the most Attitude Era-ish uh, pay-per-view that didn't happen in the Attitude Era. It did happen in the Attitude Era. It was 1999. It was smack bang in the Attitude Era. Wait, this was a... No, this was December. This is why, this is after Russo left. Still, the Attitude Era. The Attitude Era goes all the way up to WrestleMania 17. Agree to disagree. Fair enough. Um, but you could you you like man, come on! Like there's so much that happens in this. You know, I will be flipping back and forward through the cards so you guys kind of get a get a look at um, kind of what's going on. But um, opening thoughts before we kind of get into it a bit more. Man, I had fun. It's it's not an A, it's not a B, but oh, it is fun. And it ties else? together a bunch of storylines. It opens up some new ones. It pushes the lines of just how like carny corny this company can possibly be at times. Um, wow. I, I don't think I can do anything aside from match by match because this one. Whew. Right. Well, well, we, we talked about, um, and I will be, as I said, I will be flashing the card back and forth throughout the, the show. So I'll just have it pulled up there. Um, you thought right. sold out was bad. Welcome to Army. Oh, here it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. I, I, I don't think that's fair, Dave. <laughs> I don't think that's fair at all. Um, no, Derek. People's opinions are subjective. People, people have wrong opinions too. <laughs> I know so. people have wrong opinions. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to placate you for enjoying this. Well, here I'll give you this. The poster, amazing. It's, yeah, Love but Taker poster. wasn't there. <laughs> that's that's why I'm saying Taylor this pay per view is the most Florida pay per view you could possibly have. The main feature guy injured. is not there. Yeah, but he's, here's the thing: he he was injured since August. I don't like. I'm like, why didn't you like figure that out? Like, what were you doing? Yeah, you had three months, four months. Okay, let let's just compare right now. Okay, 1999, the WWE uh, advertises Undertaker on the poster, and then he's not even on the show. Fast forward 20 years, they don't advertise Taker at all, and he has a match at WrestleMania. I mean, I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> WWE, right? Um, but yeah, okay, right. So this 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 show started off with a battle royale. Now, I it wasn't a battle royale, which is weird because they've named it. It was a tag team turmoil match. That's what they called it on the show. Yes. Don't know why Wikipedia. Don't know why, but. Um, I don't know why Wikipedia call it a battle royale because it wasn't. I remember specifically it was a tag team turmoil match. They made it very clear that's what it was. Um, and this had a bunch of teams on it. So I'm just going to read through the teams. And I remember thinking, as like, I, enjoy, I think I enjoyed the show a lot more because it followed Survivor Series, which was a very meh show. Um, and this was a, was a lot more. Cover that one. It, it was well, a letdown. Yeah. We didn't actually post it, but we both watched it a couple of weeks ago. Did we not post it? I think we did post. We didn't it. do a show. Oh, that was ninety eight. Do we? We did no, ninety nine. Ninety eight, or was it? Yeah, we did ninety nine. Yeah. We did ninety nine. Okay. We're professionals, I swear, guys. <laughs> we're Listen, absolute professionals. We know what we're doing. But 
but anyway, okay. So the Godfather, Mark and Mark Henry uh, were a team. The Headbangers, Moss and Trasher, which are one of my favorite tag teams. I just I need their cast. Uh, Ed and Christian, the Dudley Boys, the Mean Street Posse, Too Cool, and Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, and Rook and Bradshaw. So the winner of this would obviously get a tag team title shot at the Royal Rumble, which we will talk about. Uh, in January, and boy, are you in for a treat, Dave. It is some show. Um, in okay. the back of my head, I'm just thinking, well, at least he didn't make me watch Dece- um, December to Dismember, so I've got that going for me. Well, here's the thing. We could... You cover- shut up. <laughs> Let us know if you want to cover December to Dismember. Leave it in the comments below, or write to us and let us know. Uh, Media at gmail.com. So, Dave, 10-minute match. Pointless, pointless um, eliminations, uh, filler. Wasn't really sure of what the rules were. First time in my life I've ever seen, and maybe it's happened before, but first time I've ever seen, well, the one referee was looking the other way, so this person wasn't eliminated. I was like, wait, what? Yep. <laughs> How does that even... If you didn't see it... <sighs> didn't happen. If you didn't see it, it didn't happen. And this was actually their WWE, so a lot of that stuff flew um i did i have to say i really like the set of this show the actual set was mm. really cool with the cars and the post-apocalyptic stuff the intro was i know you were kind of weird about the intro but i thought it was cool well no my question is and if, if you guys have gone back and watched this on the network and you also saw it at the time maybe you can answer was that the same music for that video package as the originally weird, was the there weird, in 1999 the weird opera music the like elvira like yeah, yeah, yeah. ephemeral yeah, yeah. yeah don't take my blood i'm family yeah. you can't it was yeah. weird yeah it was weird. really really weird um speaking of weird though i am not sad that it's not too long after this that the dudley boys lose their stupid stutter just to be fair they took that they took that away from ecw so yeah they took a lot from ECW, like, yeah. uh, you know, the Camo, which they stole from New Jack's tag team or uh, Camo, I mean, rather, or the, you know, the glasses, which I could say that also might have been a New Jack thing. They ripped, the, they ripped New Jack and tag off like quite a bit, yeah. quite a bit. Well, no, I, I didn't if like interviews it. are to be believed. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of the stirring thing uh, as a kid and now watching it as an adult i'm like yeah it still still doesn't work you know i don't think it'd be worth an ecw but uh, look it was what it was it, it was a very short-lived thing by the time 2000 rolls around they're not doing it anymore they, they just start yeah. putting old old ladies two tables so that got yep. them over way more i, I agree I don't even think it's that I hated i mean i did hate the fact that bubba did it, it was more hearing like jim ross on commentary do it when referring to the Dudleys, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that Did, I didn't. I was like, why? But see, uh, these these are the these are the points that we bring up sometimes on the show where we're kind of disgusted by Jim Ross for not knowing for like he should know better, and then he does something, and you're like, what are you doing? You're not you're not the king. By the way, were you keeping score of kings? Uh, I lost track of king being king. Oh, you were? Oh, okay. I lost track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, there's a I, reason this, for that. Because yeah, this, up, this uh, is yeah. easily the this, the kingiest king. 
yeah. that we've covered. Yeah, uh, uh, he's just unhinged at certain points in time. It's like he really is. What what year did he marry? Well, we'll get to that. We'll talk yeah, about I, it time. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, okay, so <laughs> the Hardys won, and they eliminated. So sorry, the Acolytes won, and they eliminated the Hardy boys. Now here's what's weird because when we cover the Royal Rumble, the Acolytes aren't aren't going uh, for the belts. It's the Dudleys. Defending against the Hardys in tables match. Wait, did we do Rumble 2000? I swear I pay attention. We haven't done it yet, but we haven't done it yet, but we will because it's the next thing on the timeline. So you're telling me that even though the APA won this match, that they don't go on to to actually fight for the titles at the Royal Rumble? Am I understanding you correctly? No, they do not. They do not. Completely logical. Makes sense to me. Makes all sense to the world. Booking. So Kurt Angle has his second... WWE pay-per-view match next with Steve Blackman a much better match than he had with me uh, Sean Stasiak the month before um, yeah look Steve Blackman is great he should have been it's weird I had a conversation with Bryn during the week about how awesome Steve Blackman should have been apparently someone that keeps apparently people keep asking him where's Steve Blackman and it's like that's a fair question I asked that too because I like Steve Blackman but is he like the 2020s Harry Saturn, like we don't know where he is. He's just off like saving people. <laughs> no, it's more just kind of like Steve Blackman still wrestling, and no one ever mentioned Steve Blackman, and they probably should. It's like, hey, he's so he's not you know, missing. People no, do know where just, he is. He's just it's, not. It's just weird he hasn't shown up yet in like AEW or Impact or on a Legends Night because he's avoided you know. all of that. I wonder if yeah. there's bad blood between him and somebody in the McMahon family. I don't know. It's just. His story is fascinating. We might get into the Steve Blackman story eventually, but like bring uh, him in for those r- terrible raw segments Shane's doing. Make him the referee. Oh, they stopped doing that, dude. Good thing we didn't do Dave doesn't follow the news because I don't know what's happened in the past month of wrestling. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you could tell me anything, and I would believe you. <laughs> you could tell okay. me that uh, Kenny Omega had a match against Rich Swan, and he walked away with both the TNA, sorry, the Impact. And the AEW titles, and I believe you because I don't know. Okay, well, what? Just to just to follow up, um, uh, Raw did have a Legends segment, and uh, it was pretty awful. Oh, okay, here's the Wait. thing, Dave. Time for Dave does some watch wrestling. <laughs> which w- which which, may, which is our main event for um, for Raw Rumble? So is it Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg? Do Drew McIntyre versus who's who's come up who 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 is there versus randy orton or drew mcintyre versus the fiend oh god please don't be right goldberg it's goldberg (laughs) oh god yeah 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 they're the present nobody wanted they're giving it to you anyway and here's the thing goldberg will probably win so but that means Drew never gets to have it. And f- now, why? What, what yeah, is, who, yeah, is yeah. who? Who is yeah, subscribing yeah. to the network to watch a gray-chested bald man go out there and pretend to be a monster when he probably mm, that's far as yeah. I'll go in case I want to interview him one day. But oh my gosh, stick yep. to your History Channel reality show, Goldberg. Go back yep. to your cars on like TLC or whatever show that was. Like, so there you on, go. And this this is why we we're going back to the past because it's more see, fun. Oh, and safe but there. Gonna, it's it's I this whole I got to do it so my kids get to see me. No, oh. yeah. You so have anything else go. I missed this week? 
Try not to uh, eat wrestling or you're really not helping my cause. Uh, Hulk Hogan came out and put himself over and put down Drew and the rest. Well, that's nonsense. Um, the entire backstage were really upset that Hulk Hogan was there for obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> Wait, but there's no audience. So what's the payoff? The payoff of Hogan is like, you know, that time he came back to W and got like a 10 minute standing ovation. Like what, what payoff is that the ratings are in the toilet and WWE they need, to have, they need to have more of an adult product, apparently. So their answer is to just wheel out Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Hart for some reason. Oh, I love Jimmy Hart. Yeah, but we'll, we'll Hulk Hogan, though. I mean, I, I love them both. But I, don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. That's fair. That's Clearly fair. I've missed but, something if my love is not allowed to be. But I, I love I love I love them both. Uh, yeah, but what I will say is like Melina showed up as well, and she oh, did no. she just said lucha, and that was it. Uh, Molly, she's still with Batista. Up. You're welcome, people from the mid 2000s <laughs> that know what I'm referencing. No, it was bad. Look, it was a bad show, and nobody benefit nobody. Um, so yeah, Raw is still Best entrance uh, in wrestling though for quite some time. Up, but she can't uh, she can't do Ricochet. it anymore. Oh no. Well, no, she's like, what, 10 years older, man. I'm, I'm assuming that probably took a while to limber up for. That's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so there we go. So moving so that's, on. That's the news that I wasn't aware of from this yeah. week. Wait, something happened news-wise I, I did catch. Oh, I, I do want to give a th- – I do pay slightly attention to wrestling news, by the way. Shout-out to AEW. Um, that was well done. For uh, for Brody Lee, Brody Lee, yeah, and was, obviously we yeah. were oh, look. Obviously we didn't go lot. We weren't. We just didn't do show a show during the time that it happened. So yeah, look, man, that was shocking. Like just that fact that Brody Lee died. Luke Harper died. I was literally um, watching a video of wrestlers. It was called like I think WrestleMania. Shout out, put it up. It was like wrestlers that will never be allowed or holdaholic. One of those good channels. Well, um, you know, never be allowed back in WWE. And then literally, it was like found out about the news but i thought AEW was uh they were they were carny with it which they should have been and then they were also super respectful because you could tell it's genuinely his friends and even wwe made acknowledgement so but wwe made acknowledgements the whole week and still kind of are where it's like even on the network they're still doing stuff and it's i think it's kind of like a really classy way to do it as well some people are like look they're trying to make money off Brody lee by showing all these shows on the network it's like, what are you talking about? You're already paying for the network. This makes no sense. You know? You're already paying for the network. If they make shows like that, it's not going to increase viewership. All it's going to nope. do is get his... Um, I, I don't know if he was married or and whatever. Royalties. But somebody he is, yeah. Will, so, yeah. He, yeah, he was married. Kids, right? yeah, so yeah, his yeah, wife kid, will get yeah. the royalties from the things that WWE puts out there, which is a lot of money. So Absolutely. That's good. So it's like, look, you know, uh, this uh, Z-Lot, Zealot uh, religious fervor around AEW to hate WWE. Don't do it. Like, even his wife actually, it's funny you mentioned his wife actually came out and said, Look, can you please not hate on WWE? They gave my husband a lot of opportunities. He was frustrated with them, but he didn't hate them. Please stop. No, not at all. That's what I'm saying. Both companies did things, and I just props to both of them, was handled well. Um, Absolutely. Look, it's. Look, yeah, I, I think. Now, I think. I think now moving forward with with WWE and its interaction with stuff like this, it's like one of the best things about the 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 reu the not the reunion the celebration of his life, which is what it kind of came off as more than like a memorial kind of thing. There was that too, but the way they did it was really good. It was like it featured 
kind of everyone. You know, it wasn't just oh, only AEW, and I, I, only because AEW are AEW, could they really do this? Um, WWE just wouldn't, which I think really you see how much it's missed. Like, but the fact that they could have WWE guys in there and all that kind of stuff, it was really cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, I man, mean, like, but we know devastating. I mean, it's devastating. You know, obviously, it's, you know, it's re- this reasoning sucks, but it's the truth. WWE will never do a full dedicated show like that ever because of what no. happened back in 05 or 04, whatever. It just won't happen. Well, yeah, I think the situation was very different. Like, you know, we, we had the TNT match where uh, where he lost the belt. And it was a really, actually, to be fair, it was a really good match. It was a really good match. Um, you know, and if that's if that's a swan song, then, you know, but obviously it was a swan song. But, like, you know, t- to do that while you're so sick is also amazing as well at the same time. Like, nobody knew that, obviously. He didn't tell anybody. He was just disappeared off TV and the news kind of hit everybody really hard because, like, obviously you were watching TV you don't expect it to happen, and he wasn't old either. He was like forty something. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, man, poor guy. Poor yeah, his kid apparently loved him. Uh, the AW, like he was his hero, and you listen to what they said. It's it's devastating. Like when you when you really check it out, and um, you know, yeah, fair play to AW. He was, he, he was one of those guys that you know he was local. Yeah, you know, for me, yeah, growing up. Yeah, you know, so he. When I went to independent shows that had twenty people out, and he was there. So, yeah, but that, you could crazy. tell he you could tell he actually like loved it though. That's the thing, you know. Oh, he, yeah. It was more than just um, it was more than just a job for him. And like obviously the impact he had is huge. You know, nowhere near what it would have been if you know his career had kept going. But you know, to do all the matches he had in WWE and then to do the run he had in AEW and to finish off at that level. It's 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 amazing, you know. Will he be a Hall of Fame guy? WWE probably will put him in um, with the Wyatt family in right, with the, family the future. With Rowan, yeah. Um, you know, it's just, and that's when he'll probably go in. I'd say, but man, it's it is sad, you know. Fair play to AW though, because they they really helped his son. You know, they gave him a contract and said when he's eighteen, he can come in. They've been doing stuff, and it's you know, it's it, it's sad, but it's one of those situations where it's like as sad as it was. AW also showed kind of why they're important because it shows how different doing things like this is good and how WWE misses the boat by being so opposed to doing stuff like this. You know, it's just like, look what you're missing out on. Look, look, look to send off your losing because you refuse to work with other people. But okay, it is what it is. Um, and again, look, we're from everyone from internet media. It's you know, condolences go to his family and also um, to his friends and his son. But it's really sad. It really is. Um, but moving moving swiftly on, um, some other bits of news that, and some recommendations, actually. Uh, New Year's Evil was on late yesterday. Really good match with Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor for the NXT belt. You should pro- to- totally watch it. If you, have, if you guys haven't seen it yet, watch it. It's a really good match. Um, okay. So getting back to the pay per view hand here. In NXT. Yeah, he's been there for ages, man. I thought he was an impact. No. Oh no, he was part okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was mixing him up with that person I was thinking of. Gotcha. Okay. No, no, no. He he's been there for a while, but Finn Balor moved back down and he's killing it. It's great. It's a very, very good match. Actually, the whole New Year's Evil is quite good. Rhea Ripley had a really good match too. She's too bad she's gonna be a star. 
well, she's going up to the main roster. We'll see what happens. I hope she becomes a big star, but WWE ain't very good with looking after the top stars, which is why Finn Balor is back in NXT to try and save his career, which he's doing. So that doesn't maybe make sense. Nah, it's another show. Yeah. Anyway, let's so get back. Let, let's go. Yeah, hmm. let's get let's get. Did I miss anything else? Nothing good. Nothing else has changed. <laughs> no, the three minutes of the most kingish match ever. Oh my goodness! So I miss. Yeah. So this was so this was an evening gown pool match. <laughs> what <laughs> for the WWF Women's Championship? If you watch the, only one thing on this pay per view, watch this match. Oh, do that, watch that this is match. my recommendation this must be do watched watch this match. not just because the match is you know six stars it is it's perfection but also <laughs> the commentary is great as no, well and hey if perfection. you want to see a little it's bit not. of miss kitty you know you do see a lot of miss kitty you, 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 yeah. can, you get the rhyme you got the rhyme if you're listening you got the rhyme okay if, you, if you're not okay. if you're watching so, it's, it's a i'm making i'm making yeah see it's a pun i'm making a pun Thank you, Dave. Thank you for your pun. So, <laughs> I just want you to cover this in, in depth and have your mom walk in. That's like my my dream. No, that's what no, I've been hoping no, for all well, day. No, or thanks. Your, your that's not gonna happen. Or something. No, thank you. No. Well, why we don't, don't you want fill in that. for people who you know missed this classic. Of, it wasn't uh, wrestling a classic. Theater. Fill fill people in on just how amazing this was. It wasn't amazing. Uh, well, you're wrong. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> It it it's the most attitude era thing ever. It literally funds, it funnels everything that people think the attitude era was. It encapsulates it in one pristine match, right? Where it's like this is exactly what people think it was. Um, and look, there's, you can't defend it. Like there's no defending it. And the you don't fact not, that you don't need to defend things that are perfect. But the fact that King was on commentary as well just it makes it impossible to so, defend. I was asking this earlier. When did they get married? I'm talking about uh, I, I you think, know, the cat uh, and yeah, King. Yes, so so the cat and King were married, right? I think they got married. If not, like they were married already, or it's very soon okay. after it. Um, but the reason why King left in 2001 okay. was because they fired the cat. So they got married in 2000. Yeah, so it so would make sense that. After this. Yeah, so it would make sense to wear Absolutely. Oh Absolutely to wear. This, this, okay, listen. Listen. Just, just listen. I'm so happy that you made me watch this pay-per-view for this match. <laughs> no, I am so happy. You know, this is actually the first, according to Wikipedia, that this was the, uh, the first instance of intentional nudity. Intentional, intentional nudity. Plenty of slips. It's hard when you're, you know, a female. But oh my goodness gracious! And uh, I don't say goodness gracious. Where'd that come from? And um, (laughs) she, when she decides to just jump into the pool with see-through stuff, like what is happening? And then she does the strip, and it was very Kelly Kelly ECW, actually, with a Mike Knox. And this is when I was like, oh okay. And they didn't do something with Sable and write the censor around this time period too. Similar thing, yeah, like they no, come up and wrap them in a towel, right? It's like they expose themselves. Yeah, like this was like this is one of those like they said the sable thing with the hands as a bikini that was done a little while before that, and then this was just well, full on. Sarah later would do the same when she was in Playboy, just like bunnies. 
Yeah, um, but this was this very. I remember wrestling. This was very unique. This was very unique in the sense that, like, it only happened once, and then kind of never happened again. And the cat was kind of supposed to be a big thing, but then kind of wasn't. BB shows up now. I don't remember BB at all, except for this one specific thing. And I'm like, why is this? It sounds like they just got a bunch of women and they were like, right, we just need you to fill in for this one moment so we could do this. And this would actually set up a feud with the fabulous Mueller and Mae Young because they got jealous and they wanted to be involved. And then Mae Young would end up getting involved with stripping. And she was in... And she was in, she was in a few uh, a relationship with Mark Henry, and this is would eventually lead to them giving birth to a hand. Yes. So I mean, without that's what I'm saying, people. Without a six star match like this, you never get a hand being born in wrestling. It's, Think of what we would have missed out on. Yeah. Well. Wait, so you mentioned BB. Was that like a mess up or what? When I think I don't remember if it was Cat or whoever was like trying to take her top off after she got out of the pool, and like you could tell she legitimately was like pulling, and BB was not fighting it like it was supposed to happen, and she like couldn't do it because everything was wet, and she tried like unclap. It was the most awkward. They were just like, all right, just leave. We're not gonna be able to get this spot in apparently, but that bothered me because then it wouldn't mesh well with Cat's spot at the end of the segment. Look, the match was a train wreck. It was terrible. There was like, stop talking about this match. It, like, <laughs> I, I just remember watching as a kid going, this is really confusing what is going on. Like, there's no psychology or anything like that here as well. No psychology? What are you talking about? There wasn't. It just made was. no sense. There and was again, psychology. There wasn't. And then I'm just How like... How is there no psychology? Did you not see no them sense. team up on Jacqueline early on? You know, get out the biggest and strongest competitor. That way, she's eliminated from the match, and then you guys Dave, can go after it. I mean, Dave, it's what you do with Andre were, Giant. It's what you do with Braun Strowman. How are you telling kids me? Cool in evening gowns. There's <laughs> no psychology. There isn't. That is the psychology, whole, the, and it whole, and it wasn't even it wasn't even a kid sized pool. It was larger than that. Okay, let's get our okay. facts right. Okay, it was at okay, least three fine. feet deep. All right, <laughs> and uh, but the whole point of it was to get cut to strip. Yeah. And King lost his mind. He went crazy. And if this had happened today, King would have been cancelled. If this would have happened today, WWE would be cancelled. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair too. Uh, like, yeah. I'm amazed I'm amazed that the Puritanicals haven't gone in and wanted this removed from from the, the, the WWE network. Like, it's not offensive. It's just, it's unbelievable that it happened. And you're just like, Wow, but it is what it is. It Can exists. You remember, if that happened like in twenty. Well, not twenty twenty. I guess in uh, twenty nineteen when everybody has their video cameras on their cell phones and their. You knew there'd be a lot of pictures coming out of this one. See, here's the thing. You know, it's like if WWE really wanted to, they could probably do stuff. Well, not now because you can't with with crowds, but when crowds come back. They could probably play with the edgier stuff and it would probably play a lot more because of social media, but you have to have someone managing and booking that. And it's very hard to do that and you haven't got the foresight for it. AEW, well, AEW kind of do it a little bit as well when you push the boat out. Now, obviously, don't do this because this is like, you know, the women today, you know, they're just, they just wouldn't, which is fair. The women back then, even like Ivory and Jacqueline were probably kind of peeved at it because they're like, we're actually wrestlers, what's going on? (laughs) 
you know. Um, so I do actually feel sorry for them a great deal because I'm like, you guys are actually really good. And then they were thrown into this garbage and women's wrestling really wouldn't recover for, well, it would it would kind of come up a little bit more in 2001, but then it would just nosedive completely until like 2012, 13. Well, excuse me for not sharing your sympathy of women getting paid. Well, they got paid, but you know, you tell that's me a good Kat point didn't too. get a bonus for that? Dave brings a good point. This is a good point, guys. Remember, it's all about getting paid at the end of the day. Right, it's so... It's entertainment. This, we've now spent longer talking about it than <laughs> the, the match, actual match and or, probably or the main the event. Talk. So let's, yeah, let's let's move on. By the way... Oh, hold I, on. I, hold that's on. my favorite thing in wrestling at the moment. I just want to get that out there. Let's not say things we can't take back about the main event now, okay? So... <laughs> we'll get to the main event. <laughs> Uh, okay, the Hollies. Wait, this match was so good. Like, I, oh, I, I hate that we're done. The Hollies. Can we? Can we do a the whole? Hollies? I, I want to pitch you an idea. <laughs> I want to pitch you an idea live here. Um, okay. Can we do an entire show of just evening count and proud and panties matches? Like the greatest of all time. Who's putting these lists out on YouTube? Nobody is. Nobody's covering it. This this could be our niche, Dara. Are there enough? <laughs> I, I, can, I can only think of like six of them. So, okay, fair. And we'll, Surprisingly agile back in the day. Um, oh, we're of course we're referring still, to the next just, match. Just, check, just, checking, we're, just yeah. checking we're still alive here now. Yeah, very true. Uh, Holly Cousins uh, versus Rikishi and Visser. Okay, yeah, we're, yeah. we're still alive. It's all good. Uh, yeah, you, did that, you just that, take that us was, off? Was you so, like, forget it or die actually? No, that was so shocking. You killed my stream. <laughs> oh yeah uh, there's like, we gotta stay on the air guys okay <laughs> um okay look next match viscera like, here we're <laughs> yeah, i'll just have a notepad edit here we're defeated by the hollies now this is hardcore in crash holly crash holly had just made his debut a little while ago and he was the holly brother the um hardcore holly's younger cousin so this was the whole thing, and this would kind of carry through for a little while. I thought this was fun, a silly match on a silly pay-per-view, but I wasn't offended by it. Nice four-minute squash match. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, no, never mind. Wikipedia is just confusing to read sometimes. Oh, you really are editing out our segment right now. You're hilarious. No! No, I can, I can no, hear it. What do you mean? No, I can hear it. Through the speakers. Uh, so, all right. Uh, just to recap, guys, there was a, a really weird, terrible match with women. We're not going to talk about it because we're above that kind of thing, and it definitely should not ever happen again. And that is my <laughs> official opinion upon it. My official opinion. Okay, moving <laughs> on to the next match. Val Venus defeated the British Bulldog and D'Lo Brown for a triple threat. Uh, triple threat for the for the greatest belt of all time. The WWF European Championship. Um, uh, Val Venus, um, yeah, was what he was. The British Bulldog, massive decline. We've talked about this. It's every time you see him, it's sadder and sadder. Uh, D'Lo Brown looked great though. Um, yeah. So props to D'Lo for basically carrying this match with Val Venus. Yeah, Bulldog did not look. I, he just anytime I, I see him I, in I, jeans and not yeah. Like, it, not his, you know, not his the regalia. Gear. Yeah. But remember, he was two, mon- two months before this. 
he was in the main event. He was in the big story with Triple H and The Rock. And then straight gone, straight down, straight down to the European title. Don't get me wrong. He's he's synonymous with the European title, and I have a lot of respect for the European title. But going from the WWF Championship to the European title, that's <laughs> it's pretty bad, man. You know, it's it's not good. Uh, an eight minute match, very very quick match, uh, kind of reset the table there for a lot of things. Um, and then we have Kane with Tori in a steel cage match, which was I actually thought this match was longer than eight minutes, but it really wasn't. Uh, Tori. Um, was girlfriend to Kane, and uh, it would just would be a whole thing. An ex Puck obviously had turned on Kane. Uh, they were mates, but when DX got back together, they kicked Kane out. And this would kind of be an ongoing storyline where Tori would switch, turn on Kane in a couple of weeks. We will get to that when it happens. Um, no, um, but yeah, I gotta say, for a character like Kane. He had a lot of relationships, like on-screen relationships. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't expect. I mean, you have, uh, obviously, you've got Tori. I mean, okay, granted, sometimes he kidnaps them and takes them back to a boiler room, and then it's like, you know, Stockholm Syndrome, but I digress. Uh, you have, you got, what? You got Tori. You had AJ Lee. You had um, Lita. You had some, I'm missing Scott somebody else in there. Yeah. Scott about AJ Lee. It was a really yes, I- weird picture of them kissing. Yeah, that's really weird. Um, make it our thumbnail for this week. People will click on our video. <laughs> there's actually there's a good list as well. We should do while we're doing the evening gown matches. Uh, Kane, oh, no, so you're in for this. Yes, <laughs> old. There's like, well, they will do the prep that week. What do I care? Yeah, it's like I'll just respond to it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, we could probably look into that as a list because, yeah, he had loads of relationships. Next, I think. Taker never had any relationships other than Sarah Sarah. and Michelle McCool. But they were like real, his real life relationships. He didn't have any like on screen ones. I know he tried to like dark wedding marry Stephanie, but that don't think that counts. Um, Yeah, so that would be about it. Like, but Kane, Kane got around. Yeah. Hey, really? For a burn victim. He, yeah, he did. Well, no, see, that's the thing. At this point, it was a born victim, but then it was psychological. Oh, right. Psychological scars. Psychological scars. So. Yeah. yeah. Now, I got to say, um, A, this is the second time I'm mentioning a spinning heel kick, but oh my gosh, X-Pac did them so well. Dude, X-Pac was phenomenal. When he is in his prime and he's not doing so, things that make him not able to compete up to his normal prime, oh my goodness, is he worth every penny that he brought into that company. Some of the best matches that you can watch actually around this time are when Jericho just teams, like as you said, like last time we were Jericho um, X-Pac was one of the best matches mm-hmm. of that year and it's just great because he kind of worked with anybody you know the, his actual tag team with Kane was very very good for that specific reason as well because of the big man small man dynamic but uh, this cage match was super good I really enjoyed super it again good. now I didn't quite understand the rules at first yeah okay what did so you that, understand because let's let's note it wasn't your standard uh, hell in a cell it wasn't your standard um Cage match. It's not like you escape the ring and you win. No, you, you can't you escape. You had to get a pinfall submission. To be fair, right? I I'm going to go on record now and say I actually hate escape the cage matches. I That's think so every wrong. I think every cage because it doesn't make any sense. Every cage match should be pinfall or submission. Or under current rules, every cage match should be. I hit you in the face with a steel chair and I run up and I escape the cage and the match is over in thirty seconds. 
Like literally yeah. every cage match should go that way. But now, Ott says Kane leaping from the top of a cage. I n- never saw that. I, I, I was completely shocked with that spot. I've never Kane's, seen it in a highlight video of his or no. anything. See, this is what I mean. Like it's there's so much good stuff happening around this time period as well. We're really we're coming into the best year for wrestling uh, ever. 2000 is the best year for wrestling. Everyone is completely on top of the game. The Monday Night Wars are still raging again because even though WCW is going down the tubes, it still looks viable for another year or two. So the matches are still pulling them out, and Kane is does some great stuff. Like it's weird because this time period is like that weird transition period from Monster Kane to Brother of Destruction Kane. And everybody overlooks it because it's kind of cringy when you go back and look at the actual storyline. But the match work mm. is really solid. Like he has some great matches. Kane is really true. Kane is really good. Kane's always been really good. It's just they didn't really know what to do with him, and it just so happened that the Undertaker stuff stuck better in people's mind. But when he wasn't with Taker, like now, um, there's some good stuff, and this is it. The cage match is definitely, in all seriousness, if there's one match to watch on this, it's probably the cage match. You'll have a great time watching it. The next match, not so much. Uh, Jericho versus China with Miss Kitty for the IC Championship. Now, remember, remember, Jericho has lambasted China many times for how poor she was in the ring. Um, and then the Royal Rumble match, which they have next month, is in his autobiography as like one of the worst matches he ever had. And, you know, I, I haven't seen it in a while, so I'll let you know. But this match was really poor. <laughs> And you could tell Jericho's ring gear is cool though, but you could tell he wasn't like happy. Beard. I don't like beard the looks, he was yeah, beard looks weird. I don't like it myself, but the ring gear is cool. The red barbed mm. wire stuff looks class. Um, but yeah, yeah I, we talked about before. You know, I, I I was under the impression that China was some amazing wrestler, and and she wasn't. No, she wasn't. She, she wasn't. was. I've yet to she, see a good match of hers. She was just first past the. Supposed to break everything, you know. It's like if you're if you want to see someone who wrestles like China but can actually wrestle, Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, Beth, Beth Phoenix is what WWE would have you believe China was. Um, mm. And that's no disrespect to China, you know. Like she did a lot Even for Natalia. Uh, yeah, well, Natalia has no personality. Um, oh, okay, that's so, that's fair. So more more yeah, Beth Phoenix. Um, you don't yeah, have to Beth apologize Phoenix. to China. She she no. can't hear you there. <laughs> Edit, edit that out too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. I say it and it stays in the show. You say it. <laughs> I know. I, you know, we don't edit out anything here on this show. Um, and we're back. So. so. <laughs> <laughs> I left James listening. And it's like, you have to edit it out of the show. <laughs> All right. So. I love you, True Fan. We have. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited for you to do a show with him. I, I'm it's gonna really be excited. I can't wait. It's gonna be. It's gonna be the best. I don't, he fully just doesn't know what he's asked for, which is the best part. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's never watched one of our shows, or if he has, but oh, five man. minutes worth. <laughs> I, I'm so. Thing. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so good. excited. He's a good um, right, so, the, so after this, so the rock, the rock and sock connection uh, defeated the New Age Outlaws by disqualification. A poor, poor showing. In this, like the obviously the rocks the rock, and the rock and sock connection was a weird tag team that came up really That's strangely. Joke, really, yeah. It wasn't a joke. It was more kind of like it just kind of happened because of the way Triple H was treating uh, McFoley at this time in storyline. Mm. 
like the the Royal Rumble storyline. I don't know if you've actually seen the Royal Rumble match, but it's one of the best storylines that comes as a direct result of this. Like the Triple H McFoley stuff is probably one of the best. Actually, there's a great thing on the network uh, behind the legends or story time or whatever. It's one of the highlight shows that can, I don't know. They could come up with stupid names. But anyway, they have them. And one of them is about the Madison Square Garden match, but actually covers in a lot of the feud. I would say watch that if you haven't, because it's just, it's unbelievable. And um, it kind of goes into it in more detail, but the Rock and Star Connection showed up. Because remember, at the beginning of 1999, the Rock literally was more trying to murder mankind with a steel chair. Yeah, the we Royal both talked about that. It was quite... Yeah, it was quite it's horrific. Boy, but it, there's this weird element of respect that's, that's happened because the Rock became full-blown face around SummerSlam. So this is him kind of re- almost rehabilitating himself. And uh, it kind of just happens where the Rock and Mankind team up and they become this beloved tag team. Um, I mean, one of but- my favorite, I think we all have little moments that are just one of our favorites in wrestling. And, you know, for me, one of mine is when uh, the Rock's glasses fall off and fully yeah. like mid promo and the rock yeah. doesn't move because he's the rock he's not going to yeah. pick up glasses and Mick Foley just like bends over and like puts them back on the rock and like nod and obviously that's all ad-libbed because it was an ad- that was just that shows you pe- two people have such great chemistry together they and did. why even though it's odd that the rock and socket or the rock versus sock uh, matches were you know when they weren't murder <laughs> they were really enjoyable Oh, for sure. Like I think there's there's no two better people at the time that had that chemistry other than Triple H and The Rock or Triple H and Mankind um, to have that same kind of dynamic. Uh, but it's not in this match. <laughs> you know, the, the, the match is not good. Um, and it's no one's fault. It's just, it's a, it's a throwaway match to build to something else. And it's also, to try, it's a weird placement too because it's before the weirdest WWE title match that we would see for about four years after this. It's just bizarre. And yeah, it just kind of loses a lot of its luster. But again, like what I will say is this is one of the cases where the actual run up to the Royal Rumble is more important than ever. And actually we might cover it. We might even like look into that in detail as, a, as its own show before we talk about the Royal Rumble 2000 because all the stuff that you should see just comes out of nowhere. They do like four, six weeks of build after this and it's weird so we will we'll have to get into it but yeah it's it's not good like this was this was a very forgettable um segment next one speaking of forgettable the big show and the big boss man with prince albert which i forgot about um, i was like why is he in the ring <laughs> yeah it was strange oh. so this is for the w this is for the wwf championship just so people are aware the big show is the WWF champion. Big boss, man, who I love, he's my boy, is the challenger. This happened. So I've heard the big boss man cut promos in the back. But for whatever reason, and maybe I've just forgotten them, this was the first time that I remember listening to one of his promos in the ring. And that Mm -hmm. dude could own the crowd and a microphone. I wish they had explored more of that when they had the opportunity but here's the weird thing right big boss man at the went from as we said we talked about we talked about the decline of the the british bulldog Mm -hmm. 
Big Boss Man started the year in the hardcore division and ascended up. And at WrestleMania, he got he got hung from his from the from the Hell in a Cell by the Undertaker, and he ascended all the way up to finishing the year, basically in the main event. I mean, personally, I feel like anybody that's willing to take a sleigh ride on a casket deserves to be in the main event. It's weird, though, like <laughs> Terry's like, well, maybe I don't. Know. It was a it was a three minute squash match. You're just gonna you're just gonna totally look over this storyline. No, I'm not. No, I'm getting back to it. It was a three minute squash match, so you know, I, it's let down by the fact that the build to it, which was a build, which they'll never do. Well, w, it, you know what? WWE probably would do this again. They have done it again with the Eddie Guerrero stuff and some other abhorrent things that they still like to do. For it's, but anyway, it's you know, no matter. The, how, I'm gonna forget about it. What was the crazy? Big Show did a move in the... Oh, he did a kip-up. He did a kip-up, Or a nip-up, yeah. depending on your, how you decide to say it. Pretty cool. I mean, yeah, he had to use the rope and use his hand, but dude, not... Yeah, yeah but this, yeah, this, this, this is why WWE got really pissed off with him a couple of years later, because he just got so out of shape. They had to send him back to OVW. True. Because when they brought him in, he remember, he'd only debuted in February at uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. So... You know, he was he wasn't young. He'd already been world champion in WCW and already gone right. through the Dundee with the NWO and all that stuff. So when he arrived, it, he did get quite a big push, and obviously he was under the learning tree of the Undertaker as well for a little while. But this was the first time they really like right go for it, and it's they kind of crippled him a little bit by doing the storyline that they did. To be fair, I think if it had been any other storyline, well, it probably wouldn't have been as memorable. We wouldn't be talking about it 20 odd years later, but I think this damaged you know, the big show like irrevocably. And you'll see it now at the Royal Rumble. Well, that damage here's what, doesn't go away. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm wondering. Because you're, you're saying, yeah, okay, there was a de- definitive decline in his wrestling ability. I didn't say his wrestling ability, I said in his overall presentation and he ends up putting on an awful no, you're talking about well. like you know his his maneuvering and such mm. as well so i'm trying to look up and I, I might not be able to find it but i'm curious when he had his surgery well if it was before well it was before 2006 that's what i'm trying to figure out and for those who don't know what i'm referencing um big show had the same uh, pituitary gland issue that As Andre, Andre had. Joint. Andre, yep. the surgery did not exist, so unfortunately mm. he died young. Uh, Big Show was actually able to get this done. Um, it's it's an endocrine system thing. I'm trying to see if it says right here. Oh no, actually it says the surgery was in the early 90s. Right, so, so he would have already had it by then. Now the main problem from from what I what I've his heard ring size is, is twenty two. That's going to be an expensive Hall of Fame ring. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So look, it was what it was. Um, I was happy for the big show to kind of get this um, big boss man at the time. I was like, oh man, you know, he lost. That sucks. But this would kind of be it for a while with the big show in Los Angeles. Like, you'll see what happens and see why I say that, but. It definitely was it for the big boss man. Like he'd never reached this height again. This was it, you know. So a weird flash in the pan kind of thing. But um, definitely one 
nobody will forget, and they still haven't, for obvious reasons. So, getting on to the actual main event, which the, the reason why they kind of split it was because this was a no-holds-barred match. It pretty much was like a, an, even a non, I don't think it was non-sanctioned, I just think it was not a no-holds-barred. Uh, since tri- Triple H, uh, if he won, would become number one contender for the WWF Championship. And if Vince McMahon won, Triple H and Stephanie would have to receive an annulment. Now, why do I say that? Why is that important? Oh my God, why is that important? Well, all throughout the year, Stephanie was dating Test. And Test was supposed to... And the storyline initially was that Stephanie was supposed to turn on Test. And then Test was supposed to be Triple H, basically. right? That was supposed to be what happened or to like face triple h where he like you know defeats evil stephanie all that kind of stuff that was that didn't happen. and apparently like up until a week beforehand that was the plan and then they changed the plan where triple h the character not not the man um he <laughs> he broke. became one of the best political maneuvers in the history of professional wrestling. No, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. No, I'm trying to tell the story. Whether you know of what happened, where basically he he did something that if it happened now again, people would be up in arms. He drugged Stephanie and married oh, her. I see. Okay. And then implied that he also consummated it uh, in a promo, which is obviously what it is. And uh, yeah. And he revealed this information via cam- via the Titantron during Stephanie's wedding on Raw. Right. And if anyone, if you're a wrestling fan, you know if there's a wedding on Raw, that wedding isn't happening. Speaking so, of Kane, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just you know if someone's getting married on on a wrestling show, it's not happening. So this was you know obviously very shocking. And it's funny. I remember the WWE magazine at the time. They did a whole big thing about it, whereas like. It was proper kayfabe, where it's like, oh, you know, it literally was like supposed to be real, you know. Um, but then, obviously, when it wasn't, it was shocking headlines, blah blah blah. Well, but, what was um, the match we had to carry or cover rather? Um, test maybe a Shane? Month and, test and Shane, yeah, so test that Chess had the right to to marry her. date Steph. Can we like what what? What is with this billion dollar princess thing? Like, well, now, here's the th- all that said. Oh my gosh, watching early 90s Stephanie, I'm in love. Yeah, I know, me too. It's just like it's, she was, it's, yeah, um, I know. Yeah, early 90s Stephanie is just, yeah, well, late 90s Stephanie, not early 90s Stephanie, early 2000s Stephanie. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Early, <laughs> Asterisk yeah. didn't mean early yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, macho, okay. man. I no. apologize. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not, we're not touching that one, but for anyone who doesn't know, look up Stephanie and Macho Man. Um, there are rumors. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but listen, yeah, look. She she was an absolute uh, stunner. Um, so, you know, I can totally see why Triple H was like, hey, it's actually, there's a note in the storyline thing, and I will say, watch it, the actual show. There's a bit in the, they talk about it, but that they weren't dating, but they kind of started falling for each other around this time. And in the Royal Rumble match, Triple H actually kisses her, and that's the first time he actually kissed her, and she's like, Oh well, what what just happened? <laughs> and then 
Triple H pretty much gets killed in the match and the whole time she's like, oh, well, actually, she's really, you know. So this is when it kind of they clicked, you know, and the way they do it is quite good. I will say anyone who watched it, it really humanizes everybody a lot. Um, but yeah, man, like this was this was it. Like this was like the big moment that changed wrestling forever and would shape wrestling even to nowadays like this this whole storyline is the root of everything that we see now good and bad where it's like the authority triple h and stephanie you know mick foley being his relationship with him with the mcmahon's the rock it's it's incredible this is like the this for me i don't say people need to kind of get on board with this because i don't know why for me it's like this is up there with the curtain call this is up there with screw job this is like a pinnacle moment in wrestling that just people overlook for some reason. I don't know why. Because they hate Triple H. I don't know why either. But anyway. That's because you so, stopped res- watching wrestling in 2003. <laughs> and, I made a good deci- and I made a good decision. Um, but look. So- no, I agree with you. Like, I love I love. Tri- it's, it's interesting to see. Uh, oh, God. I'm about to say we're old. It's weird to see Triple H as a kid wrestling. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, this is how I remember Triple H. This is the trip when I saw about Triple H. This is what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah. No, I I, I get that. You know, this, and, this, this um, is like it works. This, absolutely. But so what would happen then is Vince would remember Vince and Triple H already had a brutal match on SmackDown for the WWE belt, which set which uh, Austin would come out and help him win yeah. to set up the six pack challenge. Right. Shenanigans are plenty. Um, so this would be their second match that they had, but this would actually be more of a match than the last one, which was just Triple H killing Vince. Uh, and it, look, it was a good 30-minute match. They went all over the place. They used everything. Shopping carts. Mick Foley shows up with a shopping cart full of weapons, which was fun. Uh, loads of like funny spots and stuff like that. A violent match, but one that kind of worked. And then the big turn happened. Well, before we get to the turn, and we are okay. talking about the match. Okay. Um, one of the things people have always said about Vince is he'll never ask you to take a spot that he himself would not take. He took a lot of spots in this one. He Crazy took a spots. A lot of spots. Now, then Crazy I have spots. an issue. Mm. And I have a big issue with Vince the wrestler. He's not a wrestler. For years. I, I know, but I'm talking about Vince the wrestler. Okay. And he chooses to wrestle. Just like Shane's not a wrestler. But uh, Shane, he, just, would you, I get it. He's the best in the world. Let's cut that. Listen. Oh, no. What are you doing? So, no. I, you know, I know. <laughs> For you, he really is the best in the world. It was a legitimate trophy. I get it. He's no, no you know, nobody will ever compare to Shane. See, but Dave Trollin. Dave Trollin again. <laughs> my point. Yeah, Katie. My point is oh. that. Right, go on. Is that. And it's like. Okay. So we, we often mock Shane for um, the guy can't punch. He, he just can't. No. Well, I mean, he can punch. He does take martial arts. He can't wrestling punch. Um, yeah, his dad is so much worse. And it's not the punching. It was the hitting with the trash cans and the slit. I mean, I've never seen somebody decide to hit people with a trash can and go side to side and just brush their head instead of going front on. And even the couple of times he did go front on, it was like barely an indentation made. Like that's that's what the aluminum's for. Like. I don't know. Is it not as much practice or like, how does that? Like, do you agree or do you disagree with me that he does not look, he does not make wrestling look convincing? I would say that the, 
this is the best performance of Vince McMahon, the wrestler. His other matches have not been very... Like, his matches with Austin were far worse. Um, his matches with Hulk Hogan were horrific. His match with Bret Hart was horrific. His match with Stephanie was... Uh, stomach churning, the disturbing. His match um, with Shane I kind of liked. His match with Shane was very good. His match with Shane was really good. And he, actually, that's, that's his best match as a wrestler with Shane. Um, but it's... You know, I think they worked on it a bit more... I, I think this shows like the improvement of Vince because remember Vince started off the year in the Royal Rumble winning the Royal Rumble which is weird yes. um, so that was bad and he had a, a pretty bad cage match with Austin um, I'm going to have like a series of matches 1989 Vince was really active in the ring yeah it's because like, he was in, uh, you know really getting yeah, strong yeah he was, he was really active in the ring and uh, Muscle and Fitness he, Magazine would have loved him during this period absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. um, but look he can't throw a punch. Um, it's, you know, it's not the punches. For Shane, it's the punches. For Vince, it's the weapons. Well, again, like how often will Vince be in the ring with weapons that wasn't a chair? You know, it's like he was... This was like a, a weird anomaly. Like you wouldn't really see him doing these these spots again until we, get, we would get to um, WrestleMania uh, 2001 with the street fight so it, it's really outside of his wheelhouse and you can okay. tell that I just wish they would um, have maybe worked on it more but what I would say I'm, I'm willing to overlook it because the story was so good and everything around it was so good and the legitimate shock Dave you don't understand this the shock of the twist was real because everybody as I said to you they had they had built up this for ye- for like a year and in every bit of media, like obviously the internet was a thing, but you know, I remember going on W.com in the nineties and you would just sit there waiting for it to load. So, True. you know, it, it just, it just wasn't a thing. So you bought the magazines or whatever, and all the magazines were all about how real this was, you know? And yeah, man, like people were shocked. I was shocked. I remember going, whoa, this is crazy. This is actually unbelievable. Stephanie's acting is very good, but it turns out it probably was less acting than, <laughs> than it seemed at the time. Yeah, she's always been great at that. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, no fault in her stars there. It's just, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about your apologist, Vince, the wrestler. I mean, you're basically saying, well, this guy drives a horse in a buggy all the time. So why can't he fly an airplane? Like, well, look, no, I'm, I'm not saying. Look, if the difference was if it was, if it was, I get it. It's not his wheelhouse. It's not where he generally does things. No, what I'm saying is, it could have been better. A cool car could have been better. I'm similar. Like, if he was working house shows, they were doing hardcore matches every week. Yeah, he'd probably pick it up. But the fact that he's in there, you made, you made a good point. Yeah, if he's in there just having the match. Right, I'm wrong. Rub it in. No, it's okay. No, no, no I'm just right. saying. Like, no, I, I'm, I'm trying to. I guess I should just focus on the fact that it bothered me that he couldn't throw weapons correctly. No, well, that's fair, but I don't think you're going to see Vince McMahon in the cage of death anytime soon, or tournament to death anytime soon. You know, I think those days are behind them, Dave. Mister, how old was he when this? When he was in the fifty? Fifty. I was like early fifties at least. Like he wasn't. He wasn't that old. Um, I like how he wasn't that old because now we're in the era of freaking where Goldberg he's really having old. to wrestle against yeah. 
yeah. Drew McIntyre, and then he's going to win the championship, and Drew's never going to get to have it in front of a crowd, unless the whole purpose is so that Drew wins it back in front of a crowd. Sorry, Dara, continue. Can we not talk about Goldberg winning the title, please? He's going to. I know he's, he's going, going to. take to. it to AEW and give it to Sting, and Sting's going to be like, hey, Undertaker, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll wrestle you at um, WrestleMania for the belt, and WWE can get it back. See, I intrigued you, and that's what's wrong with wrestling, because you... Are wrong with <laughs> you are what's wrong with it i'd be i'd be okay with that that's something that could happen let's do let's do that that's good that's yeah. great yeah so we're just we're straight I, up booking it goldberg versus drew mcintyre for the title wrestlemania evening gown swimming pool match they could do that man don't <laughs> <laughs> we could do that and it just wouldn't even be weird it wouldn't even be weird it's like okay you know let's just throw it anyway but look, the match ended really well. DX came out and celebrated. Obviously, it set up the first Stephanie McMahon Helms the era. Time out. How old? How old do you think Vince McMahon is? Now seventy-five. Eighty-one. No way. I uh, that's that's the reaction I just had when I went to tell oh my how old he was in no wonder uh, he's so no, no wonder he's crazy as hell. Oh, he was sixty. I take he back was everything. Sixty. He was sixty in nineteen ninety-nine. Well, or 61, actually. Well, fair play. Uh, Vince, I take back everything I ever said about you. I told you, man. He was in there doing (laughs) stuff. I apologize. He went in there, took those spots as a 60-year-old man. You were were getting AARP magazines mailed to you. I appreciate the fact that you were people (laughs) with trash cans. I'm so sorry. I hope you enjoy your senior discount. I just, please stop booking WWE. That would be nice. (laughs) I can't believe he's 81. I can. It explains an awful lot. Well, it explains his promos yeah. in the past two years. Yeah, unfortunately. It's very upset when you see him on TV. I'm not going to lie to you. I really... I See, here's the thing, I right? I don't like seeing... I don't like seeing... I don't like seeing Vince like that. I don't you know, know, it's really upsetting. Because you go back and you watch him like in 1989, and he's like, he's Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? It's he like... Was 60. He was wrestling people half his age. But like, he's so larger than life, you know, and you're just like, man, like, you're... You're, you know, you're him. You're not, you're not this shell, you know. And that's that's kind of what I get. It's it's pretty upsetting. It's like I'm amazed no one has said it I to agree. him. I'm amazed Triple H or or Shane have been like, listen, can, time to. I stop. think they have, because not this last one for Taker, which yeah. is what made me cry. And maybe that's because he was 81 years old and it, it really hit home. But mm. uh, there was when he when when Shane came back initially and McMahon was more involved and stuff i mean the guy was still in his late 70s but even if we like fast forward to the past couple of years they always have somebody in the McMahon family in the ring with Vince with him yeah i've noticed that too i've noticed that too yeah. start to wander a little bit and mm. i don't I, I don't even want to talk about this anymore quite frankly it's made me sad yeah no that's fair that's fair it's, i agree with you man it's it's the same thing it's like you know i know we can come back harsh on Vince but it's just because you know it, how we see him. We, you know, I think everyone who's a wrestling fan sees Vince McMahon yeah. like this. Like they you're see supposed him, to hate him, yeah. but at the end of the day, you're going to. You don't. Him. Yeah, you, know you don't. I mean? You know, it's Vince McMahon. Like you know, it's just it is what it is. Like even married though married to Linda in '66. Wow, it's crazy. It's crazy. But anyway, look, I would say for what this show was, even taking these bumps in this hardcore match at 61 years old. I told you this. This is, is what, what? This guy's insane. One, one of my favorite things about the show, actually, guys, they, you know, you know oh, is that wow. Dave 
didn't see this stuff growing up. I did. And he didn't get it when we would work in rest of you when he'd go off and make these crazy comments that made no sense. So I'm I'm glad now that like oh, no. <laughs> I'm glad now I'm glad now that he's like Gee, I was yeah. pumping out like five thousand pages a week and three hours true. on podcasting. It's Sorry true. if I said true. a couple crazy things up it's in there. True. No, it wasn't no, you weren't wrong. It's just it was just like I, I'm never wrong. It. I know I wasn't wrong. <laughs> it was just that you haven't seen this stuff i'm like why didn't why isn't he talking about this kind of stuff and now now we know why so i'm really enjoying the fact that i get to cherry pick history and show it to dave well, you write a letter to my parents who didn't let me watch things because <laughs> there were women in an evening gown match in a pool stripping and they didn't think that was appropriate for their eight-year-old child to watch so it wasn't you send them a letter send them a letter Derek. go ahead Go it ahead. wasn't like it was funny you know oftentimes when uh gary himself will talk about wrestling it's like i'm so glad my parents didn't care what i watched it's like yeah me too but it's funny my grandmother would record these tapes for me oh, yeah. which was gas that's how i found out about like that's how i got all my wrestling my grandmother would record them for me so the, the first time i watched armageddon was on a tape <laughs> that i got from from my grandmother so actually it's some soft cord dare enjoy yeah it's just like here you go it no, was, that's well, one of the things dare and i have in common is um so our grandparents who really kind of snuck the wrestling into our life so it's wild cool. although it's, it's crazy right so all the shows here though this show would be on box of sky box office right i know for you it was pay-per-view all the way up until the network in ireland and the uk and even most of europe as well um sky would be the carrier right so i don't think i've talked about this um but I, you know anyways would be the carrier so you got a sky subscription and that would give you raw smackdown was on sky sports one so it was free access and he excuse me heat was on channel four but what was weird about it was channel four for like a year or two a year actually uh, even less had heat and they got like some pay-per-views. So they got the Royal Rumble, right? But because of what was on the Royal Rumble, which we will get to, they never showed another pay-per-view again and everything went back to Sky. So and it's kind of funny. That, that is actually a funny story. And also it sprung to mind yet another pay-per-view that we watched that had so much done on Heat in the mm. hour leading up to it that actually Absolutely. mattered that made Absolutely. me want to watch the Heat. Yeah. You know, that's we talk about it all the time, so I'm not going to go into it. But the pre-shows that we have now are not the way that they did pre-shows no, before. They're not, and they're not even like I I watched the 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 pre-show there for um the last show. What was the last paper for TLC? And um, nothing happened. It was pointless. Jeff Jarrett Survivor showed up. No, TLC was last. Uh, oh right, because December exists. Yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't a good show. Um, I but the first like. Match. Fair. Wait, did I? That was the AJ match, right? That was the AJ match, yeah. yeah I watched that one. Um, but yeah, man, like, you know, that's what I mean. When you're watching these shows, it's just like, there's, there's so much more involved. It feels much more real. And what's funny about this whole pay-per-view, like what I say, look, the pay-per-view itself gets about a C, all right? If, if, if not a D, it, it's carried by two matches. But um, it's funny that it's a full pay-per-view where all the important stuff for the year happens on the Raw and SmackDowns leading into it. Which is why when you if if you just watch, and that's why we're not just going to go straight to the Rumble, Royal Rumble. If you watch, just watch this another Royal Rumble, it's going to make no sense. So we're going to have to watch. We're going to probably have to watch some more content to kind of get to the Royal Rumble. But that's going to do it for this show, Dave. What do you give the overall rating for this? What would you recommend this show? Would you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I I well, have like. 
look, first of all, you saw how animated it, it, it made me. I was actually genuinely excited um, to A, get back to this show and B, to get back to covering really fun shows. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Top to bottom. Oh, yeah. I mean, were some matches clunkers? Yeah. But there was still something fun, oddly, in them to enjoy. There was, yeah. Absolutely. Like, even, like, yeah. So, like, even when we talk about, like, Boss Man versus Big Show, there were still some really cool spots in there that I loved. Um, before we go, mm. I, I would like to say, I'm thinking back, um, I think we both said this, where Kane versus X-Pac is the match to watch. And then, for hilarity's sake, watch the women's match. And yeah. for uh, just context of what WWE would become, please watch um, Vince versus uh, Triple H, because that, you know, was huge. Um, but I got to say this... Uh, yeah, you really can't. You really can't skip out on that Kane match because that was just yeah, way, way, way too good. And I miss that Kane doesn't do the. Well, he doesn't wrestle now, but he stopped doing the sit up, the Undertaker sit up. And yeah. I love watching late '90s, early 2000s because he was still doing that with his character. And you know, that's how I used to wake up in bed as like a wrestling fan when I was little. <laughs> I'd be like, "Whoa, I'm doing the Undertaker!" So you know, like. I don't know. It's a cool thing. Oh, look, it. you're you're going for a treat, man, because you know we're we're turning into two thousands now. Um, it's it's great. It's great times ahead. You know, the great times roll. Assume when we don't talk about WCW, but um, you know we're going to cover some more stuff um, going into it. We might change up how we do it because if we are following timelines, I want to make sure that we don't rush stuff. So I'm going to have kind of a think about what we're going to do. We have a back catalog of shows to do for people that recommended them, so we will get back to those. And if you like what we do, please subscribe to this channel, uh, The Wrestling Rewind. If you guys are listening to us on Phoenix FM or on True Penny channel, literally type in The Wrestling Rewind into your browser right now. TheWrestlingRewind.com and it will take a right to YouTube. Uh, subscriptions mean a lot to us. Um, you want to subscribe to Nerdtown Media, you can too. That'd be great. But uh, yeah, you want to support us the best way to do is subscribe spread the word of the show and uh, contact us leave a comment let us know what you think and um, yeah thanks to James True Penny and the True Penny channel for having us on Phoenix 92.5 FM we will be back next week to talk about well I don't know what we're going to talk about next week but we will be back on Sunday to talk about the best of 2020 with uh, some special guests so we'll see you next week or Sunday, if you're listening to us on the stream, for the resting reward. So, bye guys. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 